Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Mani Mamra Vavram Golder and Terry Masakas Babakama Daf Pay Off, the seventh Perak Maruba. This Daf is dedicated as a schus for the Rafur Shlema of Rachel Bas Vega. So the three Dafs we're going to focus on the moon is Tana Brisa, Asar Tanaim Hisna Yeshua. Yeshua stipulated ten conditions with Kal Yisrael when dividing Eretz Yisrael. They are number one, people may pasture their animals in other people's forests. Number two, they may gather wood from people's fields. Number three, they may gather grass from anywhere for their animals except where fenugreek is grown for which the grass is beneficial. Official. Number four, they may cut off shoots from people's trees to plant, except from the stump of an olive tree, which is two fistfuls high. Number five, townspeople may utilize water from a spring which issued from someone's property. Number six, everyone may fish with a hook and line in the Sea of Tiberia, although it's in Shevet Naftali's portion. Number seven, people may relieve themselves behind privately owned stone fences, even in a field full of saffron. The Brisa adds that people may walk through permissible paths, meaning shortcuts through private fields generally allowed by owners between crops, until the the second rainfall. And the more below identifies this as Shlomo's enactment. Number eight, they may walk on the privately owned signs of the road to avoid obstacles which are formed on the road. Number nine, one who is lost in a vineyard may cut his way out. Number ten, an unintended corpse acquires its site for burial and cannot be moved. Pointing to the Gemara relates that Shmuel and Rav Yehud were walking on the road in Bavel, and Shmuel turned to the side of the road to avoid the obstacles in the road. Rav Yudah asked if Yeshua's conditions apply in Bavel, and Shmuel replied, Shani Omer, I feel Yes, because I say they apply even abroad, and certainly in Bavel. In another instant, Rabbi and Rabbi Chia were walking on the road, and turned to the roadside where the road became difficult to travel. Rav Yudah ben Nekusa was walking ahead of them on the road itself, taking large steps to step over the pits. Rabbi said to Rabbi Chia, Shemar Who is this that's showing greatness before us, meaning making a display of great fear of heaven, in refusing to take advantage of Yeshua's allowances? Such action appears like haughtiness. Rabbi Chia suggested perhaps it was his student, Rabbi Yudah ben Nekusa, and all his actions are for the sake of heaven. When they saw that it was indeed him, Rabbi said, if you were not you, it would have been Nukusa, we would split your leg with an iron club, meaning we would excommunicate you. And pointing with you, Bryce illustrates Yeshua's ninth condition. One who sees his friend lost among the vineyards, should cut his way through up and down until he reaches the city or the road. And so it is when he himself is lost among the vineyards. The additional novelty is explained. One might have thought that one may save his fellow who is lost in the vineyard because he knows the way and can minimize the damage. But one who is lost himself, he should go back to the end of the vineyard and go around the boundaries until reaching the road. The Brisa teaches otherwise. The Mura said this law should be the Raisa because a Brisa teaches Hashem is good from a nine. From where do we know the obligation of returning one's lost person? The Pasuk says, and you shall return him. Why then was Yeshua's condition necessary? It answers that biblically speaking, the lost person must circle along the boundaries of the vineyard to avoid damaging it. And Yeshua allowed cutting through it. So once again, the three points are number one. It was taught in a brisa. Asar tanaim hisna Yeshua. Yeshua stipulated ten conditions with Kal Yisrael when dividing Eretz Yisrael. They are number one, people may pasture their animals in other people's forests. Number two, they may gather wood from people's fields. Number three, they may gather grass from anywhere for their animals, except where fenugreek is grown, for which the grass is beneficial. Number four, they may cut off shoots from people's trees to plant, except from the stump of an olive tree, which is two fistfuls high. Number five, 
Townspeople may utilize water from a spring which issued from someone's property. Number six, everyone may fish with a hook and line in the Sea of Tiberia, although it's in Shevet Naftali's portion. Number seven, people may relieve themselves behind privately owned stone fences, even in a field full of saffron. The Brisa adds that people may walk through permissible paths, meaning shortcuts through private fields generally allowed by owners between crops until the second rainfall. And the more below identifies this as Shlomo's enactment. Number eight, they may walk on the privately owned signs of the road to avoid obstacles which are formed on the road. Number nine, one who is lost in a vineyard may cut his way out. Number ten, an unintended corpse acquires its site for burial and cannot be moved. Pointing to the Gemara relates that Shmuel and Rav Yehud were walking on the road in Bavel, and Shmuel turned to the side of the road to avoid the obstacles in the road. Rav Yehuda asked if Yeshua's conditions apply in Bavel, and Shmuel replied, Shani Omer afil Yes, because I say they apply even abroad, and certainly in Bavel. In another instant, Rebbe and Rebbe Chia were walking on the road and turned to the roadside where the road became difficult to travel. Rebbe ben Nakusa was walking ahead of them on the road itself, taking large steps to step over the pits. Rebbe said to Rebbe Chia, Mi Shamar Gadol B'fanenu? Who is this that's showing greatness before us, meaning making a display of great fear of heaven in refusing to take advantage of Yeshua's allowances? Such action appears like haughtiness. Rebbe Chia suggested perhaps it was his student, Rebbe ben Nakusa, and all his actions are for the sake of heaven. When they saw that it was indeed him, Rabbi said, if you were not you, it would have been Nukusa, we would split your leg with an iron club, meaning we would excommunicate you. And pointing with you, Bryce illustrates Yeshua's ninth condition. One who sees his friend lost among the vineyards, should cut his way through up and down, until he reaches the city or the road. And so it is when he himself is lost among the vineyards. The additional novelty is explained. One might have thought that one may save his fellow who is lost in the vineyard because he knows the way and can minimize the damage. But one who is lost himself, he should go back to the end of the vineyard and go around the boundaries until reaching the road. The Brisa teaches otherwise. The Murat said this law should be the rice because a Brisa teaches a Shavas good from a nine. From where do we know the obligation of returning one's lost person? The Pasuk says, and you shall return him. Why then was Yeshua's condition necessary? It answers that biblically speaking, the lost person must circle along the boundaries of the vineyard to avoid damaging it. And Yeshua allowed cutting through it. All right, so now we go to Simon Pay Off, and our standard Simon is a grandpa. A grandpa. So here goes. The grandpa posting a sign with ten conditions for when his grandchildren divide his property, who saw two great rabbis walk along the side of his field to avoid the obstacles on Bavel Street, didn't realize that one of his grandkids had gotten lost in the vineyard until the kid cut his way through and appeared. Once again, it's a motion. The grandpa, grandpa, that must be more enough. Pay olive. The grandpa posting a sign with ten conditions for when his grandchildren divide his property, which reminds us it was taught in Nebraisa, Asar Tanaim, Hisna Yeshua. Yeshua stipulated ten conditions with Kal Yisrael when dividing Eretz Yisrael and then goes on to list them. So the grandpa posting a sign with ten conditions for when his grandchildren divide his property, who saw two great rabbis walk along the side of his field to avoid the obstacles on Bavel Street, which reminds us, the Gemara relates that Shmuel and Rav Yehuda were walking on the road in Bavel, and Shmuel turned to the side of the road to avoid the obstacles in the road. Rav Yehuda asked if Yeshua's conditions apply in Bavel, and Shmuel replied, Shani Yes, because I say they apply even abroad, and certainly in Bavel. So the grandpa posting a sign with ten conditions for when his grandchildren divide his property, who saw two great rabbis walk along the side of his field to avoid the obstacles on Bavel Street, didn't realize that one of his grandkids had gotten lost in the vineyard until the kid cut his way through 
and appeared, which reminds us, a brightly illustrates Yeshua's ninth condition. One who sees his friend lost among the vineyards, should cut his way through up and down until he reaches the city or the road. And so it is when he himself is lost among the vineyards. So once again, the grandpa posting a sign with ten conditions for when his grandchildren divide his property, who saw two great rabbis walk along the side of his field to avoid the obstacles on Bavol Street, didn't realize that one of his grandkids had gotten lost in the vineyard until the kid cut his way through and appeared. All right, so now it's time for four blah back hazara. Daf Ein Zayn. So the symbol Daf Ein Zayn is an A's, a goat. So here goes. The stolen goat, goat, that must be one Daf Ein Zayn, A's. The stone goat standing right next to the meat of a paraduma, which conveys Tumas Ochlin, since it had a shasakosha, which reminds us the more provides a source that Rabbi Shimon holds called Omen Liftos Dummy. Anything which stands to be redeemed is considered like it's already redeemed. Rabbi Shimon taught in Abraisa, Parmatama Tumas Ochlin, the meat of a shechta paraduma, conveys futuma, although it's prohibited in benefit. Since it had a moment of fitness, meaning there was a moment after shechita when it was considered permitted in consumption. Rishakish explains the moan of fitness based on Rabbi Shimon's ruling, a parduma may be redeemed after Shechita upon its pyre. Although it was shechted properly, if a nicer cow was found, Rabbi Shimon holds the first could be redeemed becoming chulin and permitted in consumption. So, the stolen goat standing right next to the meat of a parduma, which conveys too much ochlin since it had ashasa kosher, was sold as a trefa which would exempt the thief from paying to all the hay, since he would be exempt if he shechted it, which reminds us, the Gemara relates the case of a mocher trefa. If a thief sells a trefa, which cannot be eaten even when shechted, according to Rabbi Shimon's opinion that a shechita which does not permit consumption does not constitute shechita, Rabbi Yochanan says he's liable dal vehei, afak of the leisa b'tavicha eisa b'mechira. For although it's not subject to dal vehei for shechita, it's still subject to dal vehei for selling. Rabbi says that since he would be exempt for shechting it, he's also exempt for selling it. So the stolen goat standing right next to the meat of a paraduma, which conveys to Mosochlin since it had a shasa kosher, was sold as a trefa which would exempt the thief from paying dal de hay since he would be exempt if he shechted it. Unlike the time he stole and sold a geep, which is a crossbreed of a sheep and goat, and was told he would have to pay dal de hay, which reminds us, a bright tell that one who steals in shech's climb, a crossbreed between a goat and a sheep, pays dal de hay. The more as the Pasik used the word set and rubber taught, wherever the word set is stated, it's only to exclude a crossbreed. Why then would a thief pay dal behavior shechting a crossbreed? It answers that the X word O in an ox or a se includes a crossbreed. The Gemara goes on to explain where the word O in this context includes, whereas in another context it excludes. So the similar dafayin ches is a child going ach. So here goes. The anti veggie boys who went ach, ach. That must be more enough. Ein Ches. The anti-veggie boys who went ugh when they found out their firstborn donkey could not be redeemed with kolaim of a sheep and a goat because of the exclusion of se, which reminds us, Rava taught, Anywhere that se is stated, it is only to exclude kolaim, a crossbreed. Having established that the crossbreed is not excluded from dal hay, the Gemara asks where the exclusion was applied. It answers Le'inyan Petr regarding redemption of a firstborn donkey, which a Mishnah teaches cannot be redeemed with a crossbreed from a sheep and a goat. So the anti-veggie boys who went ach when they found out their firstborn donkey could not be redeemed with the climb of a sheep and a goat because of the exclusion of 
threw their vegetables at the thief who returned a bird for their father's ola bull he stole, which reminds us, the more discusses whether one can pay for a stolen ola with a lamb or bird where the owner designated a shore. So the anti-veggie boys who went ugh when they found out their firstborn donkey could not be redeemed with the climb of a sheep and a goat because of the exclusion of threw their vegetables at the thief who returned a bird for their father's ola bull he stole, and at a second thief who didn't have to pay doll the hay for the sheep he stole and sold because he left over one hundredth of the meat from the sale. Which reminds us, the next mission states, If the thief sold all but one hundredth of the animal, he does not pay doll the hay. Rav explains, this means, except for something which becomes permitted through shechita, meaning its meat, as opposed to its hide, horn, or wool, which would not constitute an exclusion in the sale. Other opinions are brought. Dafain test. So the similar Dafain test is a pen, and we often use a sofer with a quill. So here goes. The Shomer who did Mashiach on the Sofer's cow, Sofer, that must be on Daf Ayn Tess, 8, pen. The Shomer who did Mashiach on the Sofer's cow to guard it until it was to be shechted and its skin would be used as parchment, which reminds us that we learned Mashiach was also instituted for Shomerim, so that a Shomer does not assume responsibility for the item before doing Mashiach and is not liable as soon as he agrees to watch it. So the Shomer who did Mashiach on the Sofer's cow to guard it until it was to be shechted and his skin would be used as parchment was held up by a goslin out in the open who didn't fear him or Hashem, which reminds us where Yochum and Zakai explained why the Torah was stricter with a ganav to be careful in Dalbehe. This goslin equated the servant's honor to his master's honor by fearing no one. And this Ganav did not equate the servant's honor with his master's honor by being afraid of men, but not of Hashem. Rabbi Gamliel compared it with two people who made a feast, one who invited the townsfolk, but not the king's sons, and the other who invited neither. The punishment of the former who gave more respect to the townsfolk is greater. So the Shomer who did Mashiach on the sofa's cow to guard it until it was to be shechted and its skin would be used as parchment was held up by a goslin out in the open who didn't fear him, or Hashem, while a humiliated gun of carrying a sheep on his shoulder snuck by, who would only be Chayv, Dawud, which reminds us, Tanaim explained why one pays fivefold for stealing and shechting or selling an ox, but only fourfold for a sheep. Rabbi Yochum and Zakai said, Bo re habrios. Come and see how great is human dignity. For an ox, which walked with the thief on its own feet, he pays fivefold. But for a sheep which he carried on his shoulders, humiliating himself, he pays only fourfold. Daf Pei, so the similar Daf Pei is a painter. So here goes. The sad painter, painter, that must be on Daf Pei. The sad painter painting pictures of his sheep and goats he had to sell on the walls of his studio, which reminds us, on the previous Daf, the Mishnah stated, One may not raise small domesticated animals in Eretz Israel because of their tendency to wander into and graze in other people's property. In Abraisa was taught, Rosh Asa Tshuva, a shepherd, who has repented from raising small animals in Eretz Yisrael, we do not obligate him to sell them all immediately, which might prevent him from selling them for fear of financial loss. Rather, he may sell them little by little. So the sad painter painting pictures of the sheep and goats he had to sell on the walls of his studio didn't notice the black cat son of a white cat attack his little son's hand, which reminds us, the Gemara waits, that a cat once cut off the hand of a child, whereupon Rav declared publicly, it's permitted to kill a cat, it's forbidden to keep it, it has no prohibition against stealing it, and concerning it, there's no obligation of returning a lost item to its owner. So the sad painter painting pictures of his sheep and goats he had to sell on the walls of his studio didn't notice the black cat son of a white cat attack his little son's hand by the door that never opened since the day he got the notice that his appointment to get smicha 
was canceled, which reminds us, the Gemara quotes three statements from the sons of Rapapa, one of them being, a door which is closed on a person's success will not quickly be opened. Marzutra explains it refers to smicha, ordination, meaning if someone was supposed to receive smicha but was prevented, it will not be easily achieved. All right, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which stepping on a door which is closed would not quickly be open, referring to someone who is prevented from getting smicha? That's on daf. Pay. Good number two. Which stepping on the one who steals climb and then sells or shacks it is subject to dollar? The hay is from the word o. That's on daf. Einstein. Good number three. Which stuff do we discuss? Whether one who's motive kanas has to pay if his admission does not obligate him to pay anything? That's on daf. Ein hey. Good number four. Which of the one that one of Yeshua's ten to nine is that one lost in someone's vineyard may cut his way out? That's on Duff. Pay off. Good number five. Which of you discuss whether one can pay for a stolen Ola with a lamb or bird where the owner had designated a shore as the Ola? That's on Duff. Ein Ches. Good number six. Which of the one that Mashiach was also instituted for Shomrim? That's on Duff. Ein test. Good number seven. Which stuff do we discuss owning cats? That's on Duff. Pay. Good number eight. Which stuff do we learn about Yeshua's ten to nine for dividing the land? That's on Duff. Pay off. Good number nine. Which stuff do we learn the difference between a goslin and a ganav? And why a ganav pays kefal and dal the hay? That's on Duff. Ein test. Good. Number 10. Which of the one that one may not raise domesticated animals in Eretz Yisrael? If one did, he may sell them little by little. That's on Duff. Pay. Excellent. That comes today's year. This is everybody. Ram Goldhar from Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.